which is basically just Counter-Strike. I don't have oh, the me neither. pure gun game skill for it. That's I why mean, I I'm, prefer a, I'm, a, I'm a mercy talent man. based. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I prefer talent based. Uh, you don't have the pure gun game skill for like it. Got it. Overwatch. Gotcha. We so no have other skill. <laughs> we so bombad warrior. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Same Coins Dark Side campaign. I'm your host and game master, Kat. I'm so excited to share this first adventure with you as we explore some of the interesting and important themes at the center of the Star Wars universe. I hope you enjoy this episode, which we could not have made without the support of Qberry Muffin and our other Patreon backers. Thank you all so much. To support this and other shows, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia or follow the link in the episode description. So Says Media is a queer media co-op that produces a number of wonderful shows, like the one you're about to hear. Hey, what's up, sluts? It's me, Flopjaw, the shittiest Muppet. I'm here to talk to you about a very important subject. That subject is a podcast that I'm on. It's called Unsound Theories. Well, gee, Flopjaw, what's Unsound Theories? Well, Cat, it's good that you asked. I was about to tell you, but I needed to wait for you to ask first. Unsound Theory is a podcast where, well, Kat here and also Kira, that's me. They watch a movie, but they don't use any sound or subtitles to watch the movie, so they have no fucking idea what the fuck is going on. And then they talk about what they think it was about. Well, gee, Flopjaw, that sure sounds like a lot of fun. Where can I find this podcast? You can find it literally wherever you get a goddamn podcast. Just search for fucking Unsound Theories. Make sure to smoke a lot of cigarettes when you listen, but don't actually do that, because it'll make your voice sound like mine. Find Unsound Theories wherever podcasts are sold. Now that we have that out of the way, a long time ago, in a galaxy far far away. Before we get too into Emma Sings Musicals. <laughs> That'll come later. Would we like to roll the Destiny roll? The Fantasy Flight Games. Force and Destiny roll. I know. We can cut that out. The Fantasy Flight Games presents Star Wars Force I mean, and Destiny. I have two light side. <laughs> I rolled a dark side. I rolled two dark side. Thank two light you, side. Okay, so we're at four light side <laughs> and three dark side. That's fun. Uh, would you like to do the introductory vignettes starting with our beloved space dumpster? Oh, sure. Like, I'm going to tone back the um, 
Southern gentleman accent just a touch. Okay. We'll, Make it more we'll see. Accents, not my, uh, not my forte, as we obviously discovered. Cut to the inside of a starship hangar. Inside resides a ship which dwarfs the surrounding TIE fighter parts and completed small fighter vessels. Um, it cuts a beautiful shining silhouette in black accented with gold and near the rear steam can be seen billowing out. We cut inside to find a huge man working on the ship's hyperdrive. Six foot something built like a mountain. He's wearing a jumpsuit, but it's unzipped and he's sweating. Um, you can see um, over his tank top is a bald head and kind of a confused look as we cut to his face. Keel, I told you, you can't push the arm that hard. You blew two more valves. Of course, Keel was long gone. There was nothing to do here but fix the poor girl. Enter Prash, a Trandoshan and rival mechanic. Space dumpster. My favorite pilot mechanic. How are you doing there? Looks like the Aram has seen better days. Oh, you know how Keel loves to push this ship. Um, she'll be fine. She just needs a little TLC, as usual. What are you doing on my ship, Prash? I thought you were supposed to be, oh, I don't know, polishing a TIE fighter somewhere. That job went uh, so well, we got it done three days early. What's your excuse for being here? <laughs> What's my excuse? <laughs> this is my ship, and you know it, Prash. I'm sorry that you regret the fact you were not assigned the Aram, but that's just a reflection of my being a better mechanic than you. Now, work hard enough someday, you could end up somewhere like this, you know? doing special jobs for special people. As it is, I'm doing work, and I'd appreciate my time alone. You know, the ship's is only as good as the pilot who flies her, and, uh, well, judging by the state of your hyperdrive there, looks like that uh, Rodian friend of yours, he's got some issues. Uh, you know, why don't we make a wager... A wager, you say? Yeah. I'm listening. Uh, the Aram doesn't make it past two more months. The way that your pilot pushes her, the way that he disrespects your handiwork. Now, you are correct that Keel pushes the Aram to her limits. But that man knows his way around a ship, and I do not enjoy you disrespecting his immense piloting abilities. So I suppose I am waiting to hear what you get out of this, if you are correct, and our ship does not last two more months. The Aram doesn't make it past two months. You take my position here. You're shining these ties. All right. So we don't make it two months. You get my posting. I take yours. Here is my counteroffer. When we continue 
to keep the arm running as beautifully and wonderfully as she has been. And I no doubt win the favor of um, all our executive friends. You just have to do one simple thing. You have to take What's Keel that? on a date. <laughs> you see, I, I'm pretty sure Keel's fancying you. Um, he won't admit it now. Um, but I know how to read his face. It, it's, it's hard with Rodians. You know, um, it takes a while to get used to. Um, but we've been together a long time. And I see the way he looks at you with those compound eyes. Two months from now, we land in dock and you and Keel go on a nice dinner. That seems like a that seems like a stretch. Uh, you know what, space dumpster, you're on. I don't think I'll take those odds. <clears throat> All right. Now I have one more request for you, Prash. Get the criff off of my ship. Yes. So at this point, you hear the very teacherly clacking of heels on uh, metal as a figure cuts her silhouette through the steam in a very smart looking suit with no visible fastenings because it's space and clothing doesn't have fastenings in space. <laughs> and Ms. Wickenhauser, who prior to now has been your boss and the face in your operations, clacks her way to you and says, Engineer Arans. Ms. Wickenhauser, how are you, ma'am? Quite fine, actually. Would you happen to know where Krennic is? Keel? Well... <laughs> I mean, I can tell you where he probably is. Is that where we cut? He's at the bar, isn't he? Well, I'll just say this. We landed, and he left in a hurry. <laughs> I've been here ever since. That's where I'd look. Uh, we Lucas wiped to a bar on the space station called Ruel's. Um, we see, um, the camera wipes to an Athorian bartender who's wiping down, a, a glass with a slightly dirty, uh, rag. Um, the camera pans to the right onto a Rodian with slightly yellowish skin, so... Like, it's green, but slightly more of a yellow hue. And very tired bug eyes. And he is just, he is hunched over his, um, his, his space rum. Ruel, do you know how much I miss the pod races? Uh, Ruel has a vocal synthesizer attached. Sorry, he's not speaking Ithorian, but galactic basic. How much, Keel? I miss it more than the time that I did the castle run. And that's a lot. Mm -hmm. God, the castle run was a lot of fun, but I'm the, the thrill you get from the pod races is just, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't compare it. 
and his his uh, antennae are are kind of uh, tweaking at this point, so they're like emoting with him. Um, he's getting very um, his arms are kind of very expressive and uh, just kind of over exaggerated at this point. All right, Keel, I think I'm gonna have to cut you off. You can't cut me off. I'm the best pilot on this station. I'm the only Criffin bartender on this station. But but I'm just going to go home and start drinking my... And he gives a little hiccup. Uh, my personal stash. What are you going to do about that? You drank that last month. Well, I got more. I got more. It's been a month. It's been a month. You've been out in space for a month. Yeah, I came found right here some after more. you landed. Cause yours is better. Alright. I'm gonna keep you here tonight. You can't do that. And he kind of uh, he stands up quickly and uh pushes his bar stool back, like as if to lunge over the bar. But the mm-hmm. the head rush that he gets just causes him to like stumble into the bar okay maybe maybe i've had too much you should uh you should you should cut me off i already did you okay well you are beautiful never change um i'm gonna go find space dumpster because he is the best. All right. And I think at this point he passes out. <laughs> Just slumps over the bar. Uh, Rule pulls out his communicator, dials in. Yeah, space dumpster. You're going to have to come pick him up again. And we'll end the scene there. <laughs> So we do a star wipe. I don't know what kind of transition do you want for this scene. X wipe. Okay. We X wipe to somewhere else on the station in a uh, what's it called? Uh, oh god. Um, Bathroom. Transparent aluminum is Star Trek. Plasteel is plasteel. Uh, it's transparent steel. Transparent steel, thank you. Is it? I, it is, yes. Yes, it's a room. Steel. It's it's a it's an it's a meeting room that is surrounded by transparent steel that has a um that uses basically electricity to gray the transparent steel out so that there's privacy. And we see a fairly older looking human sitting for a presentation about new mining opportunities to develop a better and different kind of plasteel for the use in developing stronger and more efficient TIE fighters. And we see the clock roll around 
for like you know, there's like, <laughs> like a time wipe. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's taken a long time. <laughs> uh so uh that's why we believe that the mining opportunities that we present in this particular region provide you with ample opportunity to increase your profits while maintaining the high quality that Sinar is known for. Well, thank you very much for your presentation. It was very informative. I just have one question. What is your timeline to get this running? So we're looking at having this up and running within the next year. Six months to first operation, 12 to fully operational. Scribbling a bunch of notes, a little data pad. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, thank you. We'll be on our way. Let us know when you've reached your decision. And they, all the, the people making the presentation all shuffle out. You know, uh, there's the typical handshakes and everything like that that, you know, is very, very normal to business meetings. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, about five minutes later, into the room walks someone who looks identical to the person still sitting in the room. So Plex, how'd it go? It went about the same as all of them. They, they're saying six months for first trial, 12 for completion, handover, the whole data slate and everything. The, the notes are a lot shorter than the meeting was. That's why we pay you. Uh, now, does Plex transform back to their natural form? <laughs> I figured that they would just be in until the other person in the room got a little bit of like an uneasy look. It's like, oh, right. Tra and then Plex transports back. Okay, so you see the the gentleman you're talking to, uh, Mr. Uh, let's let's come up with a name for you. I was going to say Mr. Beefsteak, but that's a tomato. <laughs> uh, miss, Mr. Uh, Rayton Peck. Mr. Rayton Peck? As opposed to ration pack. <laughs> okay, rate and pack. Uh, so, Mr. You see a look of unease come on Mr. Peck's face. Uh, Plex. Oh. Face. Oh. oh, sorry. Plex changes back into their normal form of a Claudite. I get a little bit comfortable in it sometimes. Oh, that's that's all right. I'll uh, I'll remind you. We just don't want two of me walking around the hallways. I know, sir. Plex, I've got some bad news. All right. We're taking you off of my team. Okay. Where where will I be moved to then? Uh, well, we recently promoted. Uh, I don't know if you've met her, Wickenheiser. Yes. Yes. Harsh. I have. Blonde, tight ponytail, you know the kind. Yes, sir. yes, sir, I do. Uh, you're going to be reporting to her. Okay. And we're going to need you to uh, run some covert operations for us. Like, not just business meetings? Not just business meetings. It's been an honor working with you, but you're going to have to clean out your desk. Plex will stand up and offer a handshake. Uh, he shakes your hand back. It, it's been really great working underneath you, sir. And then take his leave. Mm -hmm. 
then upon exiting the boardroom, just kind of in front of the grayed out plasteel, just, uh, oh, fuck, what was that word? Creef? Criff. Criff. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah, in front of the grayed out plasteel, ah, Criff. So at this point, we do a wipe to a scene in another meeting room identical to the one that you were just in. But like it, so the way that this shot transitions is it pulls out. We see the whole of the space station and then the camera rotates around the space station to the other side and comes in on a literally identical meeting room. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you see one meeting room, you've literally seen them all. Um, uh, so Ms. Wiggenheiser is sitting at a table with the hollow projection of a map of the galaxy brought up. Krennic, Arans, want you to meet your new boss. Wait, wrong voice. <clears throat> Krennic, Arans, I want you to meet your new boss. This is, yes, allow me to finish, and then you may ask your questions. This is Plex Slutzel. Hello. Uh, how long after, like, when did, when is this meeting taking place? Like, a day after. Can it be the next morning? <laughs> It'll be the next morning. Perfect. Thank okay. You. Late the next morning, but the next morning. Um, so the Rodian is clearly nursing a hangover. Um, he has his um, hands, his, his tentacle or his suction cups, just like covering his eyes <laughs> as best he can. Just like, don't look at me. He's got a he's got like a, a lobot thing just backwards covering his yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um his <laughs> his antenna are drooped. Like they are drooped forward. <laughs> oh god, I just had the worst imagery humanly possible and it's a Rodian throwing up from drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> the worst imagery rodianly possible thank you very much just like it because like the, the <laughs> like the bottleneck would cause there to be such immense pressure behind the vomit <laughs> oh no it's like a pressure hose uh, it's like a can, pressure hose with canonized projectile vomit <laughs> um um uh, so yeah, no, we're the next morning. I'd like you to meet. I, I'd like you to meet your new team lead. This is Plex Lutzel. Hello. Morning. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, um, I think um, Space Dumpster, um, like from under the table, brings out four cups of calf. Um, and, and aims to hand them around. He says, now, I don't know how you take your calf. Um, so I just kind of guessed, um, there's two sugars, there's two space milks in there. Um, two blue, two blue creamers, <laughs> two blue, yeah, two blue creamers. Um, and if I dare say so myself, it's mighty delicious. Um, now, 
This one's extra strong for you, Keel. I dare say it's a pleasure to meet you, by the way. Um, my name is Alec Arans, but my friends do call me Space Dumpster. Um, it's a long story. We can get to it when we're on the ship. Um, I am very excited and looking forward to working with you. It, and me as well, Alec. I... And he kind of just stops himself as he's about to, like, regurgitate. And he's just, uh, I am pleased to be working with you. Krennic, don't throw up in the meeting room. I am a professional. I would never do that. We cut to a, a previous meeting where Kiel Krennic has been in a meeting very hungover. In fact, one might even say he was still drunk. Um, <laughs> um, the uh, uh, Rodian makes a face and just before anything comes out, we cut back to present. We smash cut back. <laughs> Do me a favor, Krennic. The aura yes. backwards. Uh, me as I as a player can't remember the <laughs> I know, I'll give it to you, but you have to choose one to mess it up. Oh yeah, I know. Um, Zarek, Yurt, Zash, Wesk, Vev, Thesh, Shen, Santh, I missed one, didn't I? You missed two. Uh, Krennic, don't come to meetings drunk anymore, or you're I'm fired. not drunk, I'm hungover. There's a difference. I mean, in all fairness, I'm not sure I could get that far myself, and I am stone-cold sober, ma'am. I'm That's the not best pilot task. you've got. You know it. The quality of your piloting has nothing to do with your level of professionalism. We are a professional organization, and I expect you to maintain decorum. Look, Krennic, you know I've worked with you for quite a while, fairly closely. It took a lot to get this promotion. Please don't mess it up for me on my first day. Wait, you, you got promoted? Y yes. I'm no longer going to be running ops with you. I'm now working here writing a desk, planning and executing these ops that you will be running. I mean, you did hear the part where she said, my replacement over there, Plex. Oh, That's... and his eyes go a little bit wider than they normally are, which is very wise. <laughs> Plex's eyes also go wide as the realization hits her <laughs> that, oh, crap. <laughs> um. Miss Slutzel. Yes, ma'am. Would you be able to give your new crewmates a quick demonstration of why you're being assigned this mission? Oh, yes, gladly. So, standing still in front of the group, Plex starts to shapeshift into more like uh, Miss... I can't remember her name. <laughs> Wickenheiser. Wickenheiser. Miss Wickenheiser. It's too long for me to remember. <laughs> She's a Canadian hero. <laughs> I mean, fair. Damn it, Aaron, you should know this. I know I should. I should know a lot of things, though. 
Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so yes, the, the very hungover Rodian now sees two Miss Wickenheisers. <laughs> uh I will. I would like to note that uh, <laughs> the shifting abilities of Claudite uh, causes them a lot of physical discomfort <laughs> while doing so. Okay, you can very much see her like gritting her teeth <laughs> through this. Uh, um, as wide as Keel's eyes were before, his his eyes somehow go even wider. You didn't. You didn't tell me that we'd have a shapeshifter. Now, now. They're called Claudite. There's no reason to use names like that, Keel. Well, everyone calls me a bug face. It's fine. It's, it's, no, it's not fine. No, act actually, it's not fine that people call you bug face either. No, no, very Whatever. much not I'm so. I'm used to it. I, I ha no, I have told you, Keel, you need to take that to HR. I have told you again and again. And you refuse to do anything about it. It is not okay. Actually, it, it would be SR for <laughs> sentient resources rather than human resources. Human. I mean, we are working for a company that primarily deals with the uh, with the empire. Norm so... Normal people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um... Humans and the rest of you. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So you'd actually go to XR. Xeno resources. Xeno resources. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? It, I don't have time to deal with SR. It's honestly, my my time and energy is spent in, better spent in the cockpit. You know it. Opening up an investigation is just going to take too much time. And I, I just, uh, I don't have the patience for it. Uh, Do you want me to drink more? Because I will file a human or a, because I will file Can I do that a sentient resources complaint if you want me to drink more. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Okay, Krennic, we need you in flight shape in 12 hours. What are the odds that you're... I can do it in eight. Now, I believe that HR has policy which says 24 hours from bottle to throttle. And if um, I remember you getting carried out of the bar last night, you cannot do it in eight, my friend. Point. We're in space. Time goes faster in space. So it's been more than eight hours. That's... Shh. You do realize we're using galactic standard time measurements here, not... We, 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 we operate on standard rotations. Plex has since shifted back to being herself and is writing down notes specifically on uh, Keel right now. <laughs> uh. This one is going to be troublesome. Set up an SR meeting immediately. <laughs> you have 12 hours to prepare. Um, your mission this time is actually quite an interesting one. You know the standard rules. If you get caught, we don't know you. We've never heard of you. You don't work for us. You don't exist on our employment records. Keel is uh, nodding his head uh, like he's heard this a thousand times. I know. I know. That's why I do this. Also. It's for the benefit of... It's for the benefit of our new team member. All right. Fine. If you get caught, 
You are on your own. Yes, ma'am. Your mission should be on these data pads, and she hands out data pads to each of you. You'll be traveling to the outer rim, to the Rishi system, to rendezvous with an Imperial remnant by the name of, I, I believe they're Moff Cassius's remnant. You'll be meeting on Rishi itself with an Admiral, one Admiral Bondar, and then Admiral Bondar will help you navigate to the Imperial Remnant, which is which is housed in Companion Arik. There you'll negotiate a contract for the delivery of a certain number of ties, and then return once you've got the signature and the deposit. Any questions? You say a certain number of ties. Um, do we know that number, or are we trying to negotiate that up? You'll be negotiating that. Um, they were unclear beyond the order would be for some five-figure amount of ties. And do we know of any activity from our friends at the um, New Republic near Rishi? <laughs> As of right now, the Rishi system is far enough in the outer rim and in that very unlawful part that we don't have evidence of Republic activity, but it's worth noting that you will likely encounter pirates. We can deal with pirates. We've done it a million times before. Yeah, hopefully this time you can avoid a few more um, <laughs> blasters. It wasn't my fault. I was negotiating <laughs> a better deal over a game of Sabak, and it would have looked real bad if I hadn't been drinking. So, you know, sorry. Just doing my job. Yes, but your job... No, your job is to fly the ship. Your job isn't to negotiate the contract. I respectfully disagree. Well, I suppose you're the one flying the mission, I'm the one staying here. Just don't criff this up. It's a very very lucrative contract. Now I will say, Miss Wickenheiser, we are going to miss you dearly. I hope you're not too bored sitting at that desk of yours. They've kept me yeah, fairly what busy. He said. But I I'll miss you too. Okay. Go take go hit the fresher, take a cold shower and Yeah, don't mind if I do. Pack your things. It's you've got 12 hours. I think I'm done here. And we... Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, we do like the typical wipe ba. of... Sorry, that's the Imperial, isn't it? <laughs> that's whenever we see the Death Star wipe into view, it's... Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So uh, we we come in on the ship now in hyperspace uh, about two days later. It's taken you a very long time to cross the galaxy through various shipping lanes and things. Um, do you have an onboard computer? I feel like that would be a yes. Or like, or 
I mean, like a protocol. Uh, life's a protocol more fun droid. with an AI. Uh, it's something with an AI. It has a personality. Or I guess an AI. Maybe not an AI, but like just like um, yeah. How airplanes have the. I mean, so yeah. this is a this is a large ship. It's a frigate. So right. we probably have at least one astromech, right? That's what I'm thinking. There's at least one astromech. Yeah, we'd probably be friends. <laughs> it hates me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For what I put the ship through. <laughs> what um, kind of astromech is it? Oh gosh, I'm really gonna have to. Is it like uh What if it's one of the like, like the R uh the R one units that are just fing massive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things are houses. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, it's just they're how like no, you, you are. No, they're like it's, seven it's feet. It's one tall. of these bad boys. Um if I'm if I'm thinking of them, uh, you are. You're thinking of the right ones. Yeah, and they have like a monopod. One of those bad boys. Yeah. Uh -huh. Q. You could also have a C series, a P series. I mean, it it doesn't. Yeah. A B, a BB series. I don't. Okay, I... Let, let's just say it's a it's a typical R series astromech, uh, like an R three. We do have to come up with a name for them, though. What do R3 units look like? Like R2 units, but with... Um, They're all slightly distinct. I think they, like... They look both basically identical to r 2 They're supposed to have with, faster um, processing. And they had transparent... Yes. Yeah. They had yeah, transparent films. Right. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of something clever. Or, like, some sort of... Like transpun or <laughs> R three three kind of looks like an E R E R three P four and you call it Reba. I like it. Yeah, that's yeah, cute. I like it. Um, R so R three B four. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We have an R three unit. So. Um, you're traveling through hyperspace, and Reba chirps. Pop, 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 pop. And the ship slows out of hyperspace. Um, can I pull it out slightly after? Um, because I want to get like closer in. Sure. Okay. Okay, you are going to have to roll piloting for that. What's my that difficulty? One actually requires a little bit of. You I mean, know, we're in fucking hyperspace. You are in hyperspace. <laughs> like, like. Oh goodness. Uh, let's uh, let's make it hard. Dark Side <laughs> campaign ends with a splat. On episode one. an hour yeah. into episode one. I mean, I have. Two yellow and a green. <laughs> what a way to go. In the skill. Versus three purple, so. <laughs> I could also uh -huh. theoretically flip a light side if I wanted to. Okay, so that's... Uh, what the hell is that? So that's... One, two, three, four. So one success and one threat. So we pull out a lot closer... Okay. Like right in the middle you of You pull like, out like right basically in geosynchronous yeah, okay. orbit. I like it. Yep. 
Uh, now, as you pull out, you do hit a rogue satellite okay. that it's <laughs> like basically the th- the threat is that um, the rogue satellite hits a piece of hits a part of the ship that sends a jolt of electricity running through and like basically shorts out Reba for a little bit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> wow! Keel, what have you done to oh, poor Reba? Come here. Come here, baby. Um and I am going to soothe her back to health. Uh that's fine. We'll move on. Uh no, so Reba collects herself and wheels on over to Keel and then with a zapper <laughs> just as like a little like pull that again <laughs> I dare you hey watch it droid now now I dare say we are in orbit we are not hitting anything else um can we please just get clearance to land so that <sighs> um poor Reba here can just get back to work on the ship where are we going <laughs> Kiel like rarely pays attention in these briefings so he's just like he's ju- he's just there to fly the ship get paid <laughs> bleep beep bleep oh, crap. bleep beep bleep 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 uh, bleep bleep, third... bleep 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 plex tr- bleep, traditionally bleep, bleep, bleep. traditionally you you asked to open the comms since you're like the commanding officer here I bleep, know. Bleep, I just bleep, let bleep, them bleep. wait a few rings bleep, 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 to bleep. show them who's bleep, boss bleep, bleep. here, and he bleep, pushes bleep. the button to answer the comm. <laughs> <clears throat> Give me a second. I gotta get the voice. It's not a little bit here, and then we go. Hello, and welcome to Rishi. It is I, your gracious host and very legitimate businessman, Honda Onaka. <laughs> welcome to. Who the crap is this? Welcome, guy? welcome to Onaka's Rishi. Onaka's Brought to you by Rishi. Onaka Trading Company. What the hell is this guy talking about? I thought Rishi was a. Like, I know you've been asking yourself, system. who the hell is this Hondo Onaka character? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I paused to let you have time. <laughs> you will be landing in Bay Twenty Seven. Oh. When you arrive, head to Hondo's bar and find out a little bit more about Hondo Onaka. What if I don't want to land at Bay Twenty Seven? The transmission ends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate robocars. <laughs> Reba gives a, a little poo. Now, Miss Wickenheiser did warn us about pirates. I don't suppose um this is what she was talking about? I don't know. I feel like it like why would why would pirates set up this elaborate scheme when they can just jump freighters, you know? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't trust it, but I'm hey, not fair 100%. Point. I just, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And his antennae give a little, oh. like a kind of like a shrugging gesture. You know, you know, I always trust your instinct, Keel. Now, Plex, you will come to understand this, but this Rodian here, he has incredible instincts. And lightning fast re- reflexes. <laughs> Plex is actually sitting in a chair going over the data slate like, 
with a seatbelt on and everything. She, she hasn't moved much from there since this started. It's like, I, I'm glad that, that the landing left me a little worried. Or oh, coming we, out of hyperspace left me a little worried. Yeah, um, Keel does do that. Um, but it's okay. You learn to trust the man. Um, and at that, I'm just gonna, um, I'm gonna bring the, I was about to say the plane. God damn it. Um, I, I bring the ship. Uh, I mean, if true, we're in atmosphere, it's basically a plane. I, but we're not in atmosphere yet. Um, I'm gonna, um, <laughs> bring the ship down into orbit and hail Doc 27. Doc 27? Yeah, uh, we've been uh, given clearance to land here. Just uh, prop uh, transmitting the proper codes. Codes received. Thank you. Land at your leisure. And he hangs up the comm. Um, and I bring the ship down into orbit, <laughs> or down in down to <laughs> you land. You bring the ship. Yeah. You bring the ship down. You you know, you land in Bay Twenty Seven. We uh we cut to the exterior and we see the the classic star wars ship landing shot it's right like the landing and then the ramp come comes down and it's an improbable it amount goes, of time between the ramp coming down and yeah, you walking exactly. out versus the landing <laughs> because i guess like the ship has an auto land function and you walked over to the ramp while it was in auto land mode yeah because that's basically how star wars works it's like it has an auto takeoff as soon as you get up the ramp <laughs> uh now was there anything in our data slates about personnel that were expected, like that had previously set up the meeting? Yes, the only personnel you have intel on is the the, the two people you have intel on are Admiral Bondar, mm -hmm. uh, who is a yeah obviously a former Imperial Admiral, um, and Moth Cassius, who was the Moth under Grand Moth Tarkin who was responsible for the governorship of this sector, the sector that Rishi is in, which give me 20 seconds and I'll look it up, but it doesn't actually matter. I, I kind of meant like personnel from the company that would have been expected for the negotiations. Oh, yes. You were given the explicit instructions that you were to, uh, you were to take the form of a human to add legitimacy to the negotiations between you and the Imperial Remnant. Okay. It does not have to be any particular human from the company, just a human. Cool. It's the Abrion sector for the record. I just realized I never <laughs> sent you my character sheet, Cat. <laughs> oh, I right, because it. it's on... Because we that. have the... I knew that. Anyway, uh, so... As you walk down the ramp, you're greeted by two Weequay, who, congratulations on your safe landing. That will be 50 credits per day. I look toward, uh, it's not in character. Uh, I look toward Plex. Plex would have, like, that slate up, putting in... Oh, what was the equivalent of a credit card? I mean, you could basically just pull out like a, a credit just stick and it have the information for like a recurring payment okay. though, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Plex fishes in her pocket and pulls yeah. out the credit stick um, for the parking. Hey, it's cheaper than downtown Toronto. <laughs> By a lot. 
Toronto is now a sector yeah, on level like twelve fifteen of Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon now. Yep. Would uh as you walk outside you see bustling streets full of, you know, rough looking people. It's clear that Rishi is not a system that benefits a lot from trade so much as it benefits from crime right okay everyone is strapped um uh at this point keel's gonna kind of motion down the end of the like the landing bay like towards like the street and whatever um you two know where we can find uh this hondo onaka fellow oh you're looking for hondo of course you can find him at Hondo's bar. Okay. How well, that, do we get that to Hondo's bar? You'll see it. Does it have a big <laughs> sign or something? You'll see it. I mean, Keel, um, if I trust you to find anything in this universe, a bar would be one of them. You have the right idea. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Um, we'll be on our way. And walk into the city. In the city. Yeah, you hear the hustle and bustle. You speeders speed by at unreasonable speeds for there being as many pedestrians as there are because it's Star Wars. There are too many CGI characters <laughs> littering the front of the camera. There's like just at least three dobacks. <laughs> <laughs> all all moving across the camera at the same There's time. There's that one tall looking jerk tall giraffe looking thing that gets startled by one of the dewbacks and rears up now it's knocking it's, its rider off it's, there's not that much excessive cgi it's excessively busy <laughs> yeah, but it is very busy and you are at this point approached by a young rodian who speaks to you in hutties and says hey misters do you need a guide around the city? Um, uh, do, do you... <laughs> What's it to you, kid? Do you answer in basic or Hutties? Uh, Hutties. Okay. I think, I think Rodians are pretty fluent with Hutties. Uh, shit. Just looking for... Can it... Hutties. <laughs> oh I really want to do this. <laughs> we'll do it in post, okay, Emma. Fine. It's, but it's more uh, like right because I'm a Rodian. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, just looking to make some credits, sir. How uh, much you just, want, kid? Just two credits. Pull out a five credit stick and toss it at him keep the change kid where's the bar he puts the cred stick in his mouth like gums on it with his rodian mouth <laughs> it's very like orphan biting a gold coin in movies but it's <laughs> it's a rodian so he's got the little snoot he can't bite it's a little bit grosser <laughs> It's like much grosser. Like a, a, like a trail of slime comes much, off of it as he pulls grosser. it out of his mouth and shoves it in his pocket. 
Wait, his pocket or his mouth pocket? His pocket, not his mouth pocket. <laughs> okay. Um, follow me, sirs. Um, we see, um, um, Space Dumpster leans over to Plex. Now, I'm not saying we probably couldn't find something out at this place, but, um, aren't we supposed to be looking for Admiral Bondar and not a place for Keel? you know, to get drunk one hour into this mission. Am I hearing this? Or is this a side? It's your call. Uh, he's clearly whispering it to Plex, this but I feel like I don't be hear While this. you're talking to the Rodian yeah. boy. Yeah. Oh, sure. So this like happens that. concurrently to you talking to the Rodian. I like that. Yeah. Well, we have to find the Admiral Bondar and probably the best source we have right now would be to go through this. Oh, Honda Onaka. Onaka. I was going to say Okada. It's like, no. Our, no probably that's our, a wrestler. Yeah. Probably our best source right now is to go through this Okana. Onaka. Oh, oh my goodness. Take three. Okay, I'm going to write this one down. All three takes, Cotter. <laughs> three takes. Aaron Cotter. Okay. okay. Once more, last name. Onaka. O-H-N-A-K-A. He's got a great ride at Disneyland and mm. Disney World. Mm-hmm. He's the best character in all of Star Wars canon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Onaka. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also a nemesis, so he will come back. Of course. Well, we have to find this Admiral Bandar, but probably our best lead right now will be to go through this Onaka character. All right. Um, I'm going to need you to keep Kill out of the bar area. So. <laughs> okay, we will uh, we will see how that goes, ma'am. <laughs> so you follow the child. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so the 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 kid is like in Hutties, just over here, just over here. Follow me, and he leads you down. A couple of side streets and then down an alley where at the end of the alley you see a big neon sign that says hondos flashing in red <laughs> well sure enough uh keels keels antennae perk up <laughs> um at this point i'm going to have you roll vigilance oh, as in front of you two weak white drop down from a or put like come out from the shadows from behind some crates or through a, from a door and you wheel around and two more weak way are there behind you. And that is where we will end the episode. Dun, 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 dun. Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plex Slutzel was played by Erin Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorabold or on our other podcast, Marking Out with My Girlfriend. Keel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. The Dark Side campaign is GM by me, Kathleen Bader. You can find my tweets at Kat Selesnia, or you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Kat Selesnia. Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. 
By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can also help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. To become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of Lucas Books. It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games. Until next time, stay wizard. Stay wizard.